If you're in construction, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Constructed Behaviors Podcast. I'm your host, Barb Allen. I'm a woman with decades of experience in the construction industry, and most of it on the job site. I know how rewarding this industry can be, but like you, I also know that we could improve. Let's work together to make changes from the inside out. Hey everyone, welcome back. Earlier this week, I was on a walk with my dogs, Maggie and Sawyer, when a song by Demi Lovato came on the radio. Radio, this sound like I'm back in 1980, came on my playlist. Um, and the t- song title was Confident. In this song, Demi Lovato asked the question, what's wrong with being confident? And my wheels started spinning. Not only is there nothing wrong with being confident, but there are so many benefits to displaying confidence, benefits to people as individuals, and benefits to companies whose employees exhibit confidence. And that's what made me decide to do this episode based on confidence. As a woman in construction, there have definitely been times when I was told I didn't display enough confidence. And my favorite example of this is when I was an assistant superintendent and my superintendent and I had just left a meeting with the design team and the client. We get into my superintendent's truck and he turns to me and he says, you know, people think you're stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? And he said, well, when people ask you questions in meetings, you just, you take so long to answer the question or instead of giving them an answer, you say you'll get back with them. Now, I'd worked with this man for three years. We had a good relationship and we had the ability to be direct and honest with each other. So I was taking in this feedback and I don't recall what my actual response was to him, but I remember my initial thoughts. My initial thoughts being, well, I am not stupid. And instead, what I thought I was displaying to people was that I cared enough to get the correct response instead of just spitting something out of my mouth. But clearly, at least he and probably others had a different take on why it was taking me longer to get those answers. What I remember about him, although he was a great superintendent, In meetings, when he was asked questions, he would very quickly respond with an answer. And so many times I knew sitting there next to him, it was not the right answer. But it was clear that he felt it was more important to have a a response than to have the right response. And thinking back on that now, he was someone who looked the part. He looked like a superintendent. He had the luxury of being able to be wrong multiple times and yet not being questioned about it. Me, as a female in the industry, I didn't have that luxury. Especially back then, this was, I want to say, 2000, 2001 maybe. If I was wrong as much as he was wrong in meetings, I would have completely lost credibility. But what I did learn from that conversation is that I was too far on the other end of the spectrum and I needed to find a balance. 
Now, there have also been other times in my career where I was told I displayed too much confidence. And I think we all probably know that those aren't the words that they use to describe it. I'll let you use your imagination there. But so many of those times, I don't feel that I was being too confident, but instead that the audience wasn't expecting someone who looked like me to be physically taking up space or airwaves on that particular topic. But it is possible to have too much confidence and hence come across cocky. So there is a fine line. And I think in construction, we all know a lot of people who walk that fine line. But what's important is to find that balance. And when you or your employees find the right balance of confidence, you can win more projects, you can make more money, you can increase collaboration, and you can build more successful teams. How so? Well, let's start with winning more projects. Think about the key to winning projects. Granted, is there's definitely a, a, a bottom dollar component to it. But so much of it can be won and lost in the interview stage. And on this topic, I'm speaking from experience as the client who held the interviews, as well as the superintendent who was being interviewed. And I'll use the second part as a superintendent being interviewed to give you an example. We were interviewing for a campus project. It was a campus that already had other projects ongoing and a couple other general contractors already on site. And one of the questions we were asked in the interview to answer was, how would we work with the other general contractors on site? So as a superintendent, this question was directed at me. And my answer was, I... If we are awarded this project, I'm going to go to those other trailers, the job site trailers of the other general contractors. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to get to know those teams, and I'm going to make sure that they understand we're here to work together. We're If we've got equipment or something that we could loan them, we want to do that. We want to work in partnership to make these projects go as seamlessly as possible for the client. For those of you who've been through the interview process, you know that at the end, there's a Q&A session. And one of the client, members of the client party, Dr. Rucker was his name. Dr. Rucker said to me directly, I want you to know that if you guys get this project, I will make sure the other general contractor superintendents come to your trailer. It's clear to me that you are the right lead for these projects. Yes, we won that project. They saw the confidence in me and the other team members. They saw that we could do it, that we would lead these efforts, and we won the project. Okay, what about making more money? How does confidence in your employees help you make more money? So here I have an example. When I was with a general contractor, we had a particular client that wanted us to cut our number before they'd sign a contract. 
There were other members of our leadership team that were considering cutting this number. But I, as operations director, I was confident in our operations team that had finalized this number, and I was unwilling to cut it. It was fair. Our number was fair, and I was confident that the client was not going to get a better number or better service elsewhere. We knew that project type. And luckily, I got backed up. And we went to the client. We said, sorry, our number is our number. However, story doesn't end there. The, conf- the, the, the client did say, that's unfortunate. We're sending this out to the street, which is lingo for we're now going to let other general contractors bid on this project. And they did. They sent it to the street. And I don't remember the exact time frame, but let's say it was somewhere between three and five weeks. They came back to us and they said, where do we sign? It was my confidence in our team that allowed us to keep that fee that we deserved for that project, allowing us to make more money. Now, confidence can also help you as an individual make more money from a salary standpoint, right? So the example I have on this one is a time in my career where I requested to change departments. And I had a feeling because I understood the salary structure between the department I was at and the the department I was wanting to go to, I had a feeling I was going to be asked to take a pay cut. But I wasn't sure how much of a pay cut I should take. And so I did my research. I talked to other people in the industry to find out their thoughts. And what came back from all of them was a resounding, absolutely not. You should not take a pay cut. You did not just become less valuable to that company. Your experience is above and different than the people in those roles now. You are going to bring something new to that department. So when the conversation did come up and I was told, we probably need to talk about the salary for this position, I simply responded with a confident, I understand there's a discrepancy, but somebody's going to have to tell me how I just became less valuable to this company after X number of years. The conversation stopped. It never continued further. I did not take a pay cut. I had done my research. I knew how my experience in my other roles would benefit the new department. I knew how I would utilize those skills, how I was different, and why I deserved what I was making in the new role. And because of that research, it made me confident to make the statement I did and my pay was not cut. So confidence not only helps individuals make more money, it helps companies make more money. But like I said, it also can create, or create, increases collaboration. So with collaboration, 
you, the people that collaborate are only the people who are speaking up. You can have a room full of people, but you're only, only the people who are actually talking or speaking up, right? Only the people, sorry, what I meant to say was only the people who are speaking are actually collaborating. So I was in a leadership meeting one day and owners were wanting to make a change in the company. And in my personal opinion, this change was going to cause more setbacks than it was benefits for the company. And they kept talking and no one was speaking up and no one was arguing about it. And I just thought, how am I the only one that feels this way? But I'm going to be disappointed if I walk away and don't say anything. So I finally spoke up. <laughs> no one backed me, but no one argued with me either. The conversation just kind of died. And after the meeting, one of my peers came up to me and said, I'm glad you spoke up. I agree with you. And then a few days later, there was a follow-up meeting that was just with my peers. And during that meeting, three more people said the same thing. It was then that we realized that we were all on the same page and we needed to work together to figure out a different solution. So we spent time collaborating, discussing, and developing a counterproposal to present to the owners. But it was confidence that was exuded in the initial meeting to say, I'm not sure this is the right direction that created collaboration in the follow-up meeting and ultimately led to the best change for the company. The last part is how confidence can build more successful teams. Teams are just a group of individuals. And within those teams, there are typically less confident people and more confident. The less confident people have an opportunity to observe appropriate levels of confidence from other team members. Observing that motivates them to speak up and increases their own confidence. It's not planned, it's not intentional, it's organic development of confidence. And teams are more successful when all parties have the confidence to participate and provide input. So wrapping up the topic of confidence for today, confidence is a skill. It's developed just like walking and talking. The difference is we are so young when we learn to walk and talk that we don't care what others think and we don't have that negative self-talk that sabotages our efforts. Some people are lucky to develop confidence young, but many like myself do not. Some people go their entire lives without developing it. For me, my confidence was developed out of necessity. Going where I wanted to go in this industry was not going to be possible without displaying confidence. So yes, you can develop confidence in yourself or in others as adults. So if you have any employees that are really good at their job, but they lack confidence, imagine the impact they can have on your company if you were to help them develop it. 
the clients that you could win, the collaboration efforts that they could lead, the successful teams that they could build, and the opportunities they can create for themselves, for your company, and for others. Training yourself and your employees on the soft skills required for our jobs is just as, if not more, important than the technical skills that we actually spend years training people to do. If you know someone that could benefit from this particular episode, then share it with them. Or if you want to continue to learn about the untapped and underutilized resources that will take your business to the next level, then follow the podcast. You don't want to miss an episode where we discuss what you needed to hear. And lastly, there is a link in the show notes that will allow you to reach out to me directly if you want to accelerate that learning curve. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.